0: Listener production. Hey darlings, it's producer Carly here. Today we have a Q&A episode for you. Chloe and Elle are answering all the questions you guys sent through via their Instagram stories a week or so ago. Enjoy! Enjoy!
1: to Darling Shine, a podcast by myself, Elodie Pullen, and me, Chloe Fisher,
2: a place where we ground womanhood's unspoken experiences from grief to fertility and everything in between. Join us while we transform our pain into power, encompassing all emotions ugly and beautiful. Darling Shine is your chosen family and your survival kit for the unexpected shit life throws at you. So Kylie's going to fire some questions away, what you guys want to know. So we're going to try our best and answer a bunch of them before the end of the episode. Carly, fire away.
0: Okay, what do we got? What do you want for Christmas this year? No idea.
2: I know.
1: What do you want, sis? You want a kettle. I'm getting you a kettle.
2: Yes, I want a kettle. I also actually want a thermomix. So I asked that for Paul. I need a thermomix because I feel I'm feeling cooking vibes for me um, next year. What country
1: do you want that in?
2: Well, in Australia. <laughs> like what house? I'm going to be in Australia for the first, like, bit okay. of the year next year. Um, so yeah, I want true. that. But the only downside about thermo mixes is it's like one of those subscription things. So you actually have to have someone come to your house nah. and show. And I went to buy one last a couple of years ago and it just put me off and I just never bought it. So I've put him on the job so he has to deal with the salesperson. If anyone has any, like, I can't believe you can't buy them online. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, because
0: it's a MLM, I think. Yeah. So, it's one of those, if you want to direct schemes. sales. Is
1: it one of those triangle schemes? <laughs> <a> pyramid scheme ones. <laughs> <laughs> triangle schemes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay, no. So, um, yeah, it so, is. It's one
1: of those cult ones. <laughs> like, I love cooking. Like, I mean, I, I love cooking so much that I actually like the cutting and the stuff. So, like, the Thermomix does all that for you.
0: Yeah. I've got a friend who travels with her Thermomix. Like, what? actually, wow. in the suitcase, we'll pay uh, excess baggage please. to take it with her. Please. no. You know
2: what? That's fucking genius, Carly. I'm bringing mine to Ibiza when I go this year because apparently they're just amazing. You can literally cook everything in it, and I'm I'm here for that. So I put Paul onto the project. Yeah, the
1: soups. Would he's be good. gonna
2: he's gonna be um, dealing with the salesperson. So good luck, team. Unless any of our oh, unless any of our listeners have an in with um, Thermomix, um, we're obviously just gonna buy Or if anyone's buy. selling a secondhand, oh hand god, one.
0: you are going to get slapped. Yeah, oh, don't shit. say that. Yeah, You're maybe.
2: gonna get
1: heaps of secondhand <laughs> Thermomixes coming your way. Oh,
2: I don't want a secondhand Thermomix. Uh, like I want my own new, clean Thermomix. Thank you. No second-hand ones. Um, anyway, so I want a thermomix and I'm also going to treat myself, I'm going to go um, to that, when I get back from America at the end of January, I, for my gift to myself, I'm going to book myself into that um, Eden Health Retreat in Crumbin Valley for four days I'm all about the retreats because what I, when I went and did that retreat in Santa Monica in September this year, that changed my absolute life. We haven't even fucking talked about that properly, which we're going to have to talk about that at a later date. But so much shit shifted in my life and in my, like, my health and my mental well-being and everything. So I am all about investing in myself next year and that will be my Christmas present to me. You go and get rid of your phones. You do, like, all the health and wellness stuff. So that'll be me for four days. So that's that's what i'm going to buy myself for christmas. Yeah.
1: Chloe and i went and spent a night down at this place called Blackbird in nearby Byron Bay like out the back of Mullumbimby last week and it was so beautiful there guys it's called Blackbird and it was it's not like a health retreat but it's just kind of like very wellnessy vibes out there. We were like above the clouds in these mountains. We met these really beautiful this couple that was there. We had dinner with them and the guy was telling us about how he's got a pretty high pressure job and he went out to this Guingana Health retreat, and he did. And it's just like been life changing for him. And the the seminars and the therapy sessions that they offer like, they offer just this one that's like, go into a horse ring with a horse and don't even touch the horse, don't even get on the horse. But it's horse therapy, and the horse has to come up to you. You have to be in this place where you feel so calm and relaxed that the horse feels, you know, safe enough to come up to you. Cause, you know, horses are like all about reading energy and that, like that, the healing in just being in the horse's presence. And he was just saying how funny, like, you know, it's just like super eye-opening and like I guess you have to be so self-aware and self so conscious of like where you are at emotionally when you're in a ring with a horse and you've got to be in this state where you're welcoming the horse to you, but like energetically. I reckon the I'd get in that fucking ring, the horse would jump over the fence and run away. (laughs) It'd be like, I'm not going near that crazy bitch. (laughs) But I want to try it. In with the horse therapy
2: next
0: year, I think Maybe say. that could be a Christmas present. Elle. Yeah, get me Yourself. a horse therapy session, Chloe. <laughs> <sighs> oh,
2: my God. So you don't know anything that you want? No, I mean, off
1: the top of my head, I can't think. But as soon as this episode ends, I'll be like, I want 50 things and they'll all come to me. Okay. You know, I can never think of anything I want. So well, I wonder what Minnie's going to get me. Lol. I'm going to get her a surfboard. Plans for Christmas this year. I'm just going to, I'm sure I'll see Chloe and Fish during the day at some point, but we're just going to do like a little family lunch, like literally just so chill. Me, mum, my brother and his girlfriend Jules and Minnie and Rummy and just hang at my house, have a big cook up. Chloe and Fish will be down the road. We'll we'll go and link up with them at some point.
2: Yeah, where my family are all coming up from Sydney and Paul's family are up on the Gold Coast. His dad's in Sydney, but he's not coming and we're all doing Christmas at my brother's this year, which will be cool because he's just moved into a new little place and so we're just, I've ordered all the food. Oh, I'm so excited. Christmas is one of my favourite days of the year. I really bloody love it. So we're doing like a big table. Um, we do, we'll do the, what is it? The prawns, oysters, lamb, pork, ham, potato bake. It's so good. I just love the food. Yum. So, yeah, we just... Big family day. Hopefully it's nice weather today. I mean, sorry, hopefully it's nice weather this year because we can just hang out by the pool and go to the beach. And Aussie Christmases are the best Christmases, honestly.
1: So good. I know. I really do want to do a New York one one time. I want to do the snow.
0: Yeah, it's so good. What projects are in the works for 2024?
1: I'm going to get into keynote speaking. And I'm saying this right now, so yes. I actually do it. So I'm getting, I'm working with a coach called Clayton in January. And we're going to nut out my, you know, like my little monologue situation. <laughs> and I'm going to just start prepping and practicing. And I'm going to start doing that because often I get asked to do them. And I say, no, 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 I'm not ready for the, like I can't just get up and do a monologue. So let's do like a Q&A at events but I think that's what I'm gonna next get into, and it's just a massive challenge for me, and something I never in a million years would have done. Like that was Chumpy's area, so I'm scared, but I'm I need. That's what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna do.
2: Elodie, I think that your foot's on your phone or something because, like, on our notes, it's like spe- spelling out everything you're saying. Like it's like writing. Oh, oh can I you think, see oh, that? I, know, I must
0: have. Oh, oh. And then, hang on, there we go. There we go. <laughs> and then. <laughs> Massive
1: project for me as well. Next year is that I'm going to sell my house and move houses. So that's kind of gnarly, but I'm gonna. I'm planning on doing that too, which is something I never ever ever said I'd do. But what I've learned in the last year is never say never because I've done some things that I never thought I would do. Oh my god! Like I just feel like the biggest year is ahead of us, ever next year, dolls. Holy dooly! What do you reckon, sis?
2: um for me I honestly I haven't really thought that far ahead which is so unlike me because I always have a plan but um I think that there'll be heaps of things on on the work front there's heaps of um exciting things on the horizon for Paul's merch like we've been working on some really epic new designs and new projects and new drops so I'm really excited about that and how that's all gonna I feel like this year was a little bit all over the place but we've been strategizing with my team over there so I'm really excited to see that all roll out. There's some fucking sick stuff that's about to come out early next year, so that's cool. On a personal level, I feel like for me, I'm like shifting a little bit from doing heaps of stuff for me personally and more stuff on like the Darling Shine front. We speak about this all the time, but we finally have a bit of a blueprint in place for some live shows next year. So that's sort of starting to roll out and we're sort of starting to plan that, which is scary as hell. Elodie's going to be a professional at it because she's going to be a keynote speaker by that point. That's really exciting for next year. And when are they going to be? I'm freaking out.
1: Are they the end of next
2: year? I'm not answering that. It's going to be a surprise. We got to keep. We got to keep fleshing it all out. But right. yeah, very. That's that's probably one of the most exciting things for me because I've never done anything like that, and I'm super excited to get out there and and visit all these, all about the little cities. In it will probably be just Australia, and we're dying to do New Zealand. So we really, we want to do New Zealand with a bang. Oh yeah. That's at the top of our hit list, isn't it? I'm
1: so frothing to do yeah, NZ. So, yeah, Apparently we've got some fans in NZ. I don't want to say fans, that's lame. Apparently we've got some darling shiners in NZ, which is so sick.
2: That's sort of like what I've got. I'm about to sit down with like our manager and stuff over the, over the coming weeks and work out my 2024 plan of attack. So maybe early next year I'll have a better idea of what my big things are looking like for next year. That's it for yeah,
1: me. I reckon there's so much going on
0: next year. It's going to be Fucking wild. What else is on that list, Carly? Elle, do you feel bad leaving Rummy all the time to travel? Do you think she is affected? <laughs>
1: I feel so bad. I'm such a bad dog mum. But I give her so much love when I'm here. I think she knows how important she is to me. And I tell you what, if it wasn't for her, I would 100% go and live overseas with Rummy. With Minnie, sorry. <laughs> like it, with... Um, <laughs> leave Minnie, go and live overseas with Rummy. <laughs> No, but um, because I feel like leaving her for a month is, is it. Like, that's, that's way too long. That's, like, my, usually my threshold. But I always make sure she's in the best hands yeah. when I go. Like, I, and I'm pedantic about my dog. Like, I make sure she's bloody living in fucking five-star conditions. She gets fed the best shit. Whoever I leave her with is giving her heaps of exercise, giving her so many cuddles. I, when I leave, both my kids actually, and I'm like leaving with my mom, and I go to Sydney for a few nights. I call mum and I check in on Rummy often, like more than I check in on Minnie because I know that Minnie's fine because Minnie's the screaming child that will demand all the attention. I call... And genuinely say, Mum, how's Rummy? Have you forgotten about her? Is she okay? Have you given her a hug today? Has she been fed and watered? Is she feeling safe? Like I'm genuinely way more always concerned wow. about her well being because I know
0: Minnie's fine because she's going to fight for her well being. <laughs> Rummy can't because she's a dog. I remember um, the the picture of Rummy with the whoever she was staying with it, at the restaurant that we went to in Bangalore with Em. Remember, <laughs> and it looked like an album cover.
1: Oh my god! I don't even remember this photo.
0: It was like remember that restaurant that we went to in Bangalore? No, you, me, oh, and yes, em.
1: that's so funny. Yes, my friend Geordie was staying with her, and there's so yes, yeah, see, see what I mean? I get my my take him to restaurants. <laughs> yeah, I get get the perfect people to come and live in my house with my dog, and it's pristine conditions for Rummy. Like you know, yeah. <laughs> blessed to have her always in good hands. But yes, it is a sad thing for me leaving her. But you know what? Oh, some people say don't get a dog because you're selfish because you're going to leave it, but she brings me so much joy and I bring her so much joy when we're together and I make up for lost time when I'm back with her. Yeah. And I don't travel like Chloe and Fish do. Like, they could not get an animal. I'm, I'm just like a few holidays a year kind of person. <laughs> That's
0: a lie.
2: <laughs> Every
0: weekend. Chloe, how do you live constantly travelling? Do you find it hard not to be at home with Hub?
2: I mean, I love it. I'm so used to it now. We've done it for the last, since we've been together. I, if they're talking about the last month and a bit, being at, at home without him, yes, it's tough, but he's also on such a crazy work schedule that sometimes it's just too hectic. And I don't want to go to, like, day, date like, boom, 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 like five or six days in a row to different countries and different shows. And I sometimes just, like, he prefers it better as well if, like he just gets in, gets it done. We've got a really great road uh, team on the road. So he just does it with the boys and our tour manager. So sometimes I just like sitting out and I don't really find it that hard because we're never really apart that much, like maybe a couple of weeks max. And I also really love getting into my own routine as well. Like especially this year, I've really focused on myself the, the latter end of the year. So me being at home was epic. I just, I've I've loved being at home in Australia because I just don't really get to do that very often because I'm usually, we spend most of the year in Ibiza. So, no, I don't find it hard at all if that answers the question.
0: Yeah. Some funny new mini habits. Funny new mini
1: habits. What has she been doing lately, Chloe? What's new? Uh,
2: she does that. She does this like long face where she she pulls this really funny oh face. God. I can't, obviously you guys can't see. this. Where she like opens her mouth and like looks it's down. It's like the
1: ugliest face ever. <laughs>
2: what the hell? She does the weird. It's like when you like catch her doing something, she'll like look at you and like, yeah, I don't know. It's Obviously it's really hard to explain on a podcast because you can't see our it's expression. It's very cheeky. It's
1: like I'm guilty face. Everything's a trampoline at the moment. She's jumping on like every, just love and jumping on beds and couches, like dancing on everything. Last night I was at this event and she was on the stage of the event where people were doing like their Q&As just before it had been set up and she just, she's a stage girl. She like through and through she just jumps up on the stage and starts dancing for ages. She's just like really in her stage era, like, on like jumping on potty, like, you know, anything high, she wants to be the top dog. That's what she's in right now. She's not very good at brushing her teeth, so that's going to be an in for next year, but funnily have enough. Have got one of
0: those things that you, would, would you say, like a half circle thing that they put in their mouth and you move it around? Yeah, I think that's for when they're a bit younger, but I, yeah, maybe I, I should have that. I used to give it to Mabes when she was about that age just because otherwise. Something like they chew on it, hey, yeah, yeah I need to get one of those. I think I know we
1: have one somewhere, but she just hates anything. She, she's not very good at brushing her teeth. She just hates it. When I come near her with the toothbrush, she just flips. But a dentist came to her kindy the other day and gave her, like, a five-star report, and I'm just, like, genuinely, like, how? Because, like, I, I could count the times on one hand. No, I'm joking, but she just doesn't like doing it. So that's going to be an in, with, in for next year. We'll try and implement more teeth brushing going down.
2: And how's the toilet training going?
1: Yeah. Our toilet training's not going too good. We've been here, there and everywhere. Bloody, literally not home out heaps. I mean, it's impossible to do it. Apparently at kindy she sits on the toilet a little bit and sometimes wheeze. So it's not not going anywhere, but it just could be happening for, um, sooner, like quicker. But they say like stay at home for four days straight and just watch them for four days straight. And I'm like, well, it was literally impossible because... We just have shit on.
0: Yeah. I reckon they just do it in their own time anyway. Like you can try and, we tried Mabel like when at 18 months and it just, I can't remember when it happened, but it just kind of happened. Yeah. And there wasn't any like trying to make it happen. I think they just kind of get to the point where they get it or something. I don't know.
1: Everyone's been saying that to me. They're like, just don't stress about it. Like it'll just happen overnight one time when she's like two and a half or something and like it just, I figure it out. Like, I'm sure she's not going to be 10 and still pissing and pooing
0: in nappies. <laughs> so it'll happen, guys. She's only just turned two. Uh, next year travel plan, you kind of touched. You're doing Bali, maybe New Zealand.
1: Yeah, Chloe and I have Bali booked for Janet. Oh, no, Feb March. No. What is it? I don't know. Sometime. And then I don't have any other things planned. You're obviously everywhere.
2: That's, that's where Elodie's going next year. She's not travelling. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I'm
1: definitely going to go to Japan. I'm going to Japan at some point because that food you've been eating is yeah. mental. I'm getting there. Looks Get so me good. there. And I want to do, um, I want to do like a little resort scenario, like Fiji, somewhere close, but just like sunbakey. With a kids club. Sunbakey but sun-bake-y with sunscreen. Sunbaking
2: out. <laughs> Sunbaking in. <laughs> oh my God. Sunscreen so funny. In. Uh, oh God. It's actually so insane that we're talking about travel for next month is January. What? But for next year, we will do New Year's over um, in the States. It's, um, it's Brett's manager's birthday, Brett. He's 40. Sorry, Brett, just through your age out there. But yeah, Brett's big 4-0 <laughs> in January. So i have got to be- Still a, big, a spring chicken. He's yeah. a spring chicken. So Brett's one of our best friends. We've, we've Brett's been around forever. Um, so we're gonna go on a big trip for his 40th. And then I'm coming back to Australia at the end of January, Paul's got some more shows in the States, so he'll stay over there. And then we're pretty much in Australia, have February off, go to Bali with Elle and Minnie because Paul will be playing in Bali again in Feb, March, and then... Come to the Bali show, everyone. Yeah, Miami Music Week will happen again at the end of March, which happens every year. And then beat, like, honestly, it so blows my mind that we're already talking about Ibiza and Malta and, like, Trip sure. Fest and just all of oh. the above. It's just crazy. Like, the years are literally going so fast and, yeah, it's a bit scary. So we... Um,
1: I just remembered another trip I'm doing next year, but I just want everyone to come, okay? So on the 11th of May, I'm going to Melbourne for the Chumpy Pulling Gala that's going to be in Melbourne next year and it's going to be, like, so it's going to... They're getting bigger and bigger and better every year. Come to Melbourne. It
0: was huge last year. It was
1: fucking phenomenal last year. So Melbourne next year, May 11th, and then guess what? I'm going to make a weekend out. This is like a big Melbourne holiday. (laughs) I'm going to make a big, I'm going to make a birthday. I'm going to make it a birthday weekend because my birthday's on the 12th. So I'm going to like hire out some sort of fucking rooftop bar scenario, if if that's a thing in Melbourne, Yeah, and just get everyone there. So if you're a legend and I meet you at the gala on the night before on the 11th, you'll be getting an invite to come on the next night and we can party together all weekend. Chloe, I feel like I'm going to hire you to help organise that birthday. I'll be 32. Holy shit. That sounds fun. Everyone come to Melbourne. Tickets are going to come out soon, actually. That's what I should say. Buy a ticket when they come out because they will go like that.
2: Fuck, it's a busy year next year. Busy, busy, busy year. Um, Busy boy. You know what's going to happen next year? Paul's lucky number is five, so it'll be my fifth year trying for a baby. So it's going to be next year.
1: Next year there is a baby coming.
2: If I'm a psychic, I'll be. It's
1: fucking going to happen.
2: Lucky number five people, and I was going to say it's 2025. It's not 2025. Anyway, 2024, it's fucking already booked and busy. It's kind of stressful, but I'm excited. I love it. No more
1: two people in the world that are more deserving of a baby than Chloe and Fisher, and they'll make the best parents in the world. So if it doesn't happen, like, it's happening next year. Otherwise, this is just getting rude. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking rude. Chumpy up there, grandma
0: up there, sort it out. I know. How, with a toddler, a dog and a million friends over all the time, does Elodie keep her house clean? (laughs)
1: Chloe can vouch for me. My house is not fucking clean. Every time someone walks through the door, I literally go, I'm so sorry about the mess. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's like my main thing I'm self conscious of because I used to have like all my little ducks in a row with that. And I used to always love having like a clean house. I can't even look at my bathroom at the moment. It's feral and I don't have any ducks anymore. I have pigeons and they're not in a line and it's just rogue. I don't obviously actually have pet pigeons, but
2: there's no ducks. I think you do an amazing job. Your house for me is always clean for what you like. I Minnie's mean, pretty rampant and you you do, you do a good job. And I
1: do always have people over and there's, do you know what pisses me off more than fucking anything is that it's like my house is a tip so people come over and they just accidentally leave all their shit here. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm telling you guys, if you don't come and pick up your shit, it's going to Vinnie's. I don't want anyone leaving their shit here anymore. So I've got like this storage room at the front of my house, which was meant to be our office. It was actually supposed to be 100 times a day. I say I'm going to turn that into my podcast studio. And it's just like I can barely open the door because it's just like I call it the gifting suite because there's just, what do you call it, lost property from people losing, leaving shit here and then just shit that I don't want. And it's just, when it's near my front door. So when anyone leaves, I say open this, take whatever the fuck you want and get out. (laughs)
2: Take whatever you want and then take double that. And then leave.
1: Mabel um, loves it. But people, oh, yeah, I give, I Carly, give Carly Carly loves it She
2: but, just gets sent home with a fucking boot full of shit from Elodie's house everywhere.
1: <laughs> but don't be fooled. I, t- I tell you what, it's a very Instagram versus reality thing. So if I'm taking a selfie in the mirror, like, don't be fooled, I'm moving all the random <laughs> shit in the background of the selfie to the side and then if I was to flip the camera and you saw what was really going on, you'd be like, oh. So I'm... Definitely not a, um, yeah, I'm no bloody angel. I actually, got, I got a cleaner to come the other day because I was that fed up and I was like, I don't have any time to clean this hellhole. And having mopped and vacuum floors was just a... Dream. I feel so cleansed doll.
2: <laughs> aura ring? Love my Aura ring. I've worn one for maybe like two years now. Heaps of people messaged me the other day about it. It's like this gold band that I have and it like it's like a sensor. It's pretty much the same as similar to wearing an Apple Watch. I just got the new one, the third generation one, because it tracks my period and it does that by taking your temperature. I'm all about this period thing because obviously when when you're trying to conceive, like the best way to work out when you're ovulate is to take your basal body temperature every morning. And if you're anything like me, I just never remember to do that every single morning with an actual thermometer. This actually takes your temperature the minute you wake up and it like records it on the app. It obviously tracks all your sleep, your exercise, all that sort of shit. but it can literally pinpoint when you ovulate and it can pinpoint when when you're going to get your period and it tracks literally it all and it's so good. It's like yeah, that's amazing. And if you if you are doing the period on like fertility tracking, you can get another app called Natural Cycles and they sync together. And it's even more bang on it. Yeah, it's... Bang, bang. It's 10 out of 10 for me. I, I love I love my aura ring. And tracks your sleep, doesn't it, as well? It tracks yeah. my sleep. It's scary sometimes, but...
1: Don't, do you remember when we used to chuck the thermometer under our tongue mm. every morning when we were, like, trying, sussing our ovulation? You'd never remember to get up at the same time yeah. and do the thermometer under the tongue thing. Like, it would just never, ever... I would never get an indication of when I was ovulating.
2: Like you ever. literally can see on a graph yeah. your temperature every day and then the minute it drops is like it spikes and drops when you do if your period and spikes and drops when you do. Like I can't remember. It drops, yeah. it drops the day that you're going to get your period and then it will um, spike when you ovulate or one or the other. But, yeah, it's, it's really interesting to look at the graphs and stuff like that. So it's a yes from me.
0: Will you continue the podcast next year?
2: Are you bloody having a laugh? Of course we will.
1: We will <laughs> Hope be so. coming. Jesus. Yeah, Carly's like, I need a job next year. Yeah.
0: Anyone got a job for a producer coming up?
1: <laughs> yes, we will be doing the podcast same as next year, but for a few changes actually. But it's just going to be bigger and better
0: dolls, and yes, we'll be annoying your eardrums next year.
2: Don't worry. So excited!
0: So, tips for surviving five day wait after egg collection.
2: Someone wrote this in. We literally um, have a whole podcast about the two-week wait and all that sort of stuff. So we'll link that in the show notes. Um, but I feel like the more and more and more I did this, the more I just have to realise that, like, whatever will be, will be, and the outcome is already decided. It Like, it's it's extremely hard, but, like, keep busy and nothing that you're going to do, no amount of stress that you're going to be, be able to create for yourself is going to change the outcome. So that, like... That's my only massive tip for that one. You just have to wait, unfortunately, and try not try not to stress. Easier said than done, but yeah, you stressing is not going to change the outcome. I don't know. That's where my mind goes all the time. That's such true advice.
1: Yeah, that was good. Yeah,
2: and especially even when I've always fallen pregnant as well. Like, I, and you're so fucking stressed in the early days. Like every time you go to the toilet, you're looking at the toilet paper—is there blood? But I, the more and more I've done this, I'm like nothing's going to change the outcome. If it's going to happen, if I'm going to miscarry, if anything's going to happen, it's going to happen regardless of what I'm doing. So that's sort of just like whatever will be will be is like my life motto. Any amount
1: of stress is not going to be helpful to... Exactly. ...whatever the situation is that's going to unfold. Not that you can probably help the stress.
0: Yeah. Oh, it would be so stressful. Is Elodie seeing anyone? Does no. she no. Does she want another baby? Not seeing anyone,
1: unfortunately. No, I don't have room for no one in my life at the moment. Do I want another baby? Hell no, not right now. Like I couldn't imagine having a baby like a baby right now on my own, no. I see myself having another baby in, in the future. I always thought I'd have minimum two kids. So I think one day I'll have another kid. Minnie might be like bloody six and I find someone that I want to have a kid with or something, that'd be pretty
0: cute. But yeah, one day. Explain who Shaz is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you go. Shaz is who Minnie dressed up for for Halloween. I don't even, how do you, what is her name?
1: Sharon Strezlecki is the little fat netball player in Kath and Kim. And she's just so funny. She's like, if you're Aussie, she's iconic. Sharon Strezlecki, Google it. Kath and Kim are the two funny Aussie chicks. Kel day night goes out with Kim and oh, it's Kath. just
0: the best show ever created. I reckon it's the
1: funniest show ever. It's iconic. Everyone go and watch Kath and yeah. Kim. Yes. How rude! Whoever asked that? <laughs> <laughs> nah, clearly you're American or something. Go off, American. Bloody love you. But I know <laughs> Seinfeld. If I know Seinfeld, yeah, you know, you Kath,
0: Kath, should and know Kim. Kath and Kim. <laughs>
1: Don't be not knowing Kath and Kim.
0: <laughs> okay, this is the last one. I think. Uh, now Minnie is getting older, how do you make big decisions, school, sports, et cetera? Do you keep Chump in mind with your visions or is it more just you going with the flow these days?
1: Yeah, I do keep Chump in mind with decisions about like, yeah, I've been thinking about school lately for Minnie, so she's like obviously only two. And Chump, I know what he would say because I always went to, my mum sent us to like those semi-private schools like the colleges kind of things, so not the public ones. But Chump just went to public schools, and he he's like such a believer in you do all your learning at home, adventuring with parents. Like he he barely went to school. He's like so not an avid per- like you talk try and talk to him about education systems. He's like very much not about it because he just. Oh, no, he just didn't go to school. He went snowboarding all the time, and I don't know how he didn't get in trouble for it. Whereas my family, my mum is like, education, school, blah, 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 blah. I, I would have, like, bloody COVID, and she wouldn't let me, let me have a day off. <laughs> so I am very much just a bit like, you know what? She's just going to go to the the random public school down the street that all my friends are sending their kids to, and where we live, thank God, we're in a really good catchment area where there's great public schools around us. Like I know that then some areas have the dodgy public schools that don't have a good reputation. In that case, I would send my kid to a better school and I would make it, make ends meet financially. Like I would make it work that I knew she was going somewhere good, but I'm not worried about the schools in our area at all. I have so many people that rave about them. So, yeah. What, What did you say? Sporting as well. Yep. Yeah. So next thing I'm about to start her in is dancing, I'm really excited for that. I just want her to be in a little two-two, getting her rhythm on and then um, getting her groove on. She's going to love that. And then um, I want her to get into soccer because she loves kicking balls and chucking balls. So we're going to do touch footy. We're going to do soccer. Surfing is just like a a way of life where we live. So we already try and chuck her on surfboards a fair bit. She's not loving it at the moment. She goes through phases where she likes the beach and she doesn't like the beach. And when she doesn't like the beach, my actual soul dies. I hate it. Mabel like, hates the beach. Don't, Carly. Hates the sand. Nah. Nah. She just... I can't have her oh, It's the worst. Rami and I will actually abandon Minnie if she keeps <laughs> not liking the beach because it's just not allowed. So, and obviously I'm joking for any Karen's listening, but... um. It's just a way of life over here, so the sand is our friend.
0: (laughs) And that's it for this episode. Producer Carly out.